Oh, g- oh give me my headphones, would you? <laughs> Fucking Jesus. High fives and hugs. We just take it. Hello. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm screaming at the top of the microphone. No, you're not. No, the microphone was above your noggin. High fives and hugs. Episode eight. Eight. I wonder if do, do we ever get to a point where it doesn't fucking matter anymore? Episode eight. Oh, high fives and hugs. Episode two thousand seven hundred and forty-two. Fuck! If we ever get there, you'll be grey. <laughs> I'm already grey. I've got grey on my sides. It's completely. You'll be entirely. I'll be a silver fox. You'll be a silver jubilee. <laughs> that what's a jubilee mean well i don't know what that is but a silver jubilee is the um the venue at claremont showgrounds (laughs) (laughs) right yes thank you for comparing me you are a warehouse full of secrets you are a warehouse full of secrets (laughs) (laughs) here i am dancing with a microphone again oh episode eight the the episode oh the B- Bicep at Vegas. Oh. No, that was a stretch. <clears throat> <laughs> Did you just bit your lip? Anyway, but normal formalities. Hello, formalities. Yeah, yeah, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, go on. I'm. Now, tell me more. Until I tell you. Yeah, how you feel? Pretty good. Okay. That's pr- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, what's making you feel so good? I'm as good as bud. Um, no, I, <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Thanks, Gage Rhodes, for these 75 hardworthy non-alcoholic XPAs. Ready? Oh, crispy nipples. <laughs> crispy nipples. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Happy, uh. It feels like a Friday. Happy Thursday not. at 6.12pm. 24th of. Narchikens. Mm. <laughs> Delicious, right? Yeah, almost as good as, if not better than, heaps normal. Man, this is the. I've been getting around a bit of the non-alcoholic beverageinos, and this is by far my favourite. Fair enough. I I agree with you that these are quite good. I just thought they were full of um. Yes. What the reason I haven't been having them is because I was like, well, they've just got everything that's bad about beer in them except the alcohol. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeast. <laughs> carbohydrates. Give my throat a I'm yeast pretty sure, infection. Pretty sure they're the same thing. I'm pretty sure yeast and carbohydrates. I think that I think that yeast is the carbohydrate in beers. I don't know. Fact check that. Someone do it. <laughs> we need a we need a bloody larynx. <laughs> Imagine if we put, Jared. We need a someone on a Google. Yeah. Anyway. Not Lawrence. No, no, not Lawrence. <laughs> not Lawrence. Sure. <laughs> he's, he's, Lawrence has been snuck into the conversation a few times. But yeah. Still never sitting there. <laughs> anyway, no, no. Sorry. Um, Back so, to you. How are you? Why are you feeling so good? Tell me about it. I'm feeling really good. I've. Uh, you look good. I feel good. Comparatively to me, you look wonderful. Just you're fluorescent. I'm fluorescent and wearing steel-capped boots and yep. you're wearing Burks and a baggy yellow T-shirt and you look like you're about to be on holiday or get on a plane, which looks really nice and really inviting currently. It's a it's a mindset, setting my mind for like this that. podcast. Yeah, cool. Uh, no, I, was just, I feel really good because I've had a lot of things, mm-hmm. wedding projects mm. that I have been putting off for mm-hmm. – Probably a month or two. Mm. Uh, and in the last three or four days, I've knocked, a, like, I've 
if not completed, mostly completed a lot of the tougher parts of all of them. Fantastic. So it feels Can relieving you, would you that be I know to, that these things are actually going to happen. Would you be able to share with us what parts are involved in a wedding that you have been worrying about? Um, well, there's a certain something that I can't mention mm-hmm. as it's a gift that I've been putting together. That's uh, completed. Thank you. I'm a, I appreciate it. It's uh, not for you. And... Uh, <laughs> Okay then. Um, well, w- wedding suit. We had a we had the f- final fitting and picked up your suit and Mark's suit on Monday. You look fucking good. Oh, I feel pretty good too. Uh, and so yeah, I picked up that yesterday. Mm-hmm. My suit that's had all the final alterations and that is now hanging up. Oh, have you put it on? Not yet. Okay, good. Not not again. Has Danny seen it? No chance. Thank fuck for that. She said, down, she laid the law like, you know, you can't see me in my dress or know anything about it. Mm. Like I know, I don't know anything about it. I know what the bridesmaids are wearing, but I don't know anything about her get up. And she's been keeping it very secret and so is everyone, which mm-hmm. is good. <clears throat> um, but then because she was doing that, I was like, well, do you know what? Samesies. I'm going to, I'm going to create some shock factor for you. Mm. And she was oh, like. <laughs> having seen it, it is shock factor. Yeah. It's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, suit's completed. Um, A certain gift that I've been preparing is completed, tucked away, hidden. And then um, I've got the bar getting prepped. Me and Dad are prepping the bar for paint on Saturday. Uh Um, That's getting painted black. And then uh, me and BT, our mate, Big Beansy, uh, spent the day in his workshop um, constructing the the arbor for the ceremony. I thought for a second then that the arbor was the secret gift and I was like, weird, I feel like we've spoken about this arbor a lot and I don't remember <laughs> there being any secrecy about it. Um, what's Blake's anvil steel works? How did you even know what I was going to say? I know your brain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it looks... Um, it looks epic, man. Mm. It it's funny, cool. like it's a. What can I say? Yeah, what it is? Can you oh, say no, what? not yet. What secrets? Oh, it is a secret. Yeah, only a couple of people know about it. Oh fuck my ass! <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> um, but um, you know, there's been different creative projects that I've had hanging over my head, mm. and it's good to have put some time aside over the mm. last few weeks, and then you know now slowly like. They're coming to fruition and completion and it's just relieving. I mean, we're three weeks out, which is pretty pretty cool. Maybe three weeks out. It's the 24th, 6, 16, 22 days. Yeah, three weeks out. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> How fucking cool. That's crazy. I'm getting married in 22 days. Last night, yeah, and, you, and f- for the record, I'm beginning to fully appreciate the depth with what that means. Um <laughs> It only happens twice, friend, Dylan. It you, only happens twice. I know. Once to you and once <laughs> to, to me. Oh. Um, you know, we mentioned, I think it was on the podcast, potentially not, about I listened to Context. I listened to Club Good interviewing Till Death. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Mel. Mel. And she, meant, I think it was them that mentioned about how quick everything goes by. She mm. mentioned like mm. it can be a whirlwind for a lot of people. She gets that report a lot. Yeah. 
I sat back and we then we spoke about it, I feel like. And uh I was at the Rosie last night with mum and dad. Yeah. And Georgia and I was like, you know what? I'm really just gonna like me and I were talking to I just wanna sit back and like the first wedding that I've been involved in. Yeah. And, Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well yeah. And uh and I just wanna be like, okay, knowing having learnt from other people's experience, I'm gonna try and do my best to not drink heaps. I wanna have a bevy. Yeah, yeah. like and just like really go like ah this is about two people being in love how exciting <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? And about what that and like family and human and like what it means to be human and to come together and yeah, yeah. like to have just a whole bunch of people together being like let's celebrate nice things about life yeah yeah you know? and be like well, pulling family sick. together and yeah spend a thousand bucks on a suit so <laughs> I can stand up and do a scary speech for everyone <laughs> how's that trucking oh yeah <laughs> It's all up there in the top. Yeah. Look, in all honesty, I mean, you know, I think I said to you already, I'm going to Bunbury next week mm. for work. I'll be away the whole mm. time. I'm mm. like, ah, yes, computer, no distractions. Start on the first night. Don't get roped off into doing anything. Well, I mean, I'm not drinking anyway, so I can't get roped off to go to the pub. Mm. That's fine. Our client, Sean, will be fully respectful of the fact that I'm like, sorry, I'm doing this thing. He'll be like, yeah, yeah. what? Faldo? Awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm I'm dedicating that time. Right. So I've locked it away. And yeah. I'm not stressed about it anymore. Sorry to digress with how you're Were feeling. You? Well, I was I was doing that thing where I was like, you're better than this. You've had this long and you know, like, you're not at uni anymore being a dropkick. When something's due and it's important, Kept you do done. it early. You get it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a fucking director of a company. I know how to pull that off yeah, at yeah. least. You know what I mean? And then I'll, it just was playing on the back of my mind. <clears throat> I needed to dedicate. I needed to just be like, this is the time period that I'm doing this thing. Yeah. And I'm, now that I've done that, I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's still, it's not like it's even the week of your wedding. Like it, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? So I'm like, sick. Yeah. I feel good now. Yeah. Um, it was fucking plaguing me, man. <laughs> Having to talk about you and her. Fuck. <laughs> because I've had like a few of those things playing over me, like, but because we've been doing a lot with work and, that's been taking my priority. So mm. I had to kind of delineate some time to go, yes, work is important, our clients are important, blah, blah. This only happens once. I need to I need to I need to factor some time in, some proper time that I can just I can just, you know, get those jobs done and not have to you know. but as you keep saying and to regurgitate exactly what you've been saying to me and our friends, you don't want to be not enjoying the most enjoyable process of your entire life. Well, yeah. You know, within reason, I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying there's not going to be great things that you do. But what I mean is like, you know, you are meant to be. It's not one of those things where like, you're meant to be enjoying this. And it's like, oh, it doesn't matter if I don't enjoy it. It's just a thing. Like, <laughs> no, it's my wedding. And yeah. I should fucking enjoy it. And yeah, so I should, the full I need lead to... up and everything you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been I've been making some good decisions to make sure that I'm uh present mentally and physically to get those things done and like enjoying the process. A lot of the things I've been doing by myself, but that's still been really cool. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I've picked up on this week, which is I think why I also feel really good is I've haven't been listening to as many self-help or 
self-improvement or business-related podcasts and been listening to like... You haven't been listening to Mindset with Muscle just being like, be the best, be the best. Be the best. <laughs> yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been listening to podcasts pretty consistently for since last winter, or since last July, August, uh, and... Um, so I thought I hadn't pushed record. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, this quality. <laughs> People have missed out on so much important stuff. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, I think I've been listening to a lot of podcasts since about August. And mm. when I'm driving, I'm listening to podcasts. When I'm riding, or, you know, I'm listening to podcasts. Mm. And at the start of this week, oh, don't get me wrong, I throw a drum and bass playlist in there every now and then when I'm like, okay, I can't absorb any more information right now. But DMB is like a kind of just like, uh, I don't know. It, it's just kind of like what plays in my head usually anyway. So like it's kind of like meditation music. Yeah, exactly. Right. Whereas the start of this week I switched it up and I started playing like all my old playlists, like all my old sing-along stuff, all like old punk and hardcore, like um, just you know, different bands and stuff that I I love, but I haven't been listening to music. Mm. And I'm, mm-hmm. I started listening to music again. Good. Not saying that drum and How bass is that music. Feel? Drum and bass is like my meditative. No, you like, mean bands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah and bands that were like, and just, like, I think, like, a, like what you're talking oh, about, against, Maximo Park. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got fucking all our playlists of just like sing-along stuff. Um, you know, Paul Dempsey, like just anything. Um, and I think driving in the car and singing, Oof, which yeah. is something that I did all the time. All the time. Yeah. And driving around and singing because we've been doing a lot of dri- driving, being not being in the office, being out on the road and out on site. Um, yeah, man. Just driving and singing, I uh, just I don't know. I haven't done that in ages, and I just feel so much better. Feels I wonder so if there's much something. Better. I was thinking about. I was genuinely thinking about. God, we're in sync. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about the fact that I used to sing a lot. In my car, yeah, almost, um, almost like it was better if someone saw me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like almost like out of pride, like I, I don't even give. I'm so I'm so positive right now. Nothing could pull me down, like, man. When I'm like when I when there's like songs that I love playing, yeah. and I'm by myself in my car. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if people catch me singing. I hope to brighten their day. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I sing. I can't. I, I'm, I'm not very good mm. by any means. No, no neither. <laughs> but I enjoy it, mm. and I sing as if I'm the on I'm the front man of whichever band I'm listening to. Yeah, sure. You know. Yeah, man. Just get into it. It's 100%. like. But I, I wonder what. I feel like life's better when you do that. Mm. I wonder how much. Like. I wonder. Like. Be great. Be, be show gratitude in the morning when you wake up. Do ten minutes worth of meditation at lunchtime. Read a chapter of a book. Sing in your car every single time. Like you. Like, is there is there a like is there a body of research that's going to be like oh and then we've just found out singing in your car is actually the most important part of happiness because <laughs> I feel like it might be, dude. I, and and like I've had opportunity. I've had you know. Uh, times before where I've been driving and I've caught someone singing, right, and they've had that moment where they've seen me catch them like mid-belt and I've instead of being like, oh, you know, 
I've like appreciated it, appreciated it for them. Yeah, sure. You know? yeah, yeah, like when they catch you, you'll like put a big smile on your face and you're like, I'm like, nodding. yeah, like, I'm like, you love yeah. it. Like, um, good for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that makes me feel good seeing that. Yeah. So like roles reversed, being in that situation, I know how that makes me feel when I catch someone singing. Mm. So why not be that on the road? Mm. Don't be distracting people. Like, mm. but yeah, it's good. Is that, that's the, um, <clears throat> that's the, like, that's why going to festivals is so good. Cause it's like when you go, like, for instance, I was saying to Georgia last night, like, mm. Blue Juice? Oh, man. Right? Broke, Broken Leg was playing at the Rosemont, on the Rosemont. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. And then I referred to that. I was like, have you seen Blue Juice live? You're not going to now, I don't think. But We saw them perform but last, we saw them. last performance. We saw them at Southbound, yeah. Their last show, yeah. And it's just like, I can't even describe the happiness that wells over you, almost to the point now upon reflection of tears, because it's just like... Maybe 5,000 uh, yeah, innocent in, bodies just loving everything about being human and dancing around with each other in circles and linking arms and yeah, yeah. like they're, ba- they're jumping around and we're all jumping around and everyone's screaming their guts out because everyone knows the words. Yeah. And then we just get a little bit of that in our car. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. And I think, I think that that's what makes cyclists and what cyclists was you know, while we started Cyclists and the things that we love about the events in music industry and being a part of that whole repertoire. Is that the right word? Maybe. Sure. Speak more and I'll die. <laughs> uh, you know, but it's being a part of that whole, the whole process and being a part of that mm. without being on stage, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's just that community and that, like, building that uh, that just an environment for people to come and enjoy each other and music. And I think um, the last two years has been really hard to, well, we get, we, we've been getting like glimpses of it, right? But shifting folk, like trying to shift our focus and, you know, focus on the things that were keeping our business sustainable and keeping us going and then like shifting in doing that my focus shifted from music to self-development and business development. And then I, I, I realized like in the last month or two, like something that was such a big part of my life, I've completely been putting to the, you know, to the back burner for a few months. And I was like, I need, are you referring to the events industry? I need, no, music, 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 music. music, right, music. Sorry. Sorry. I should have made that connection. Yeah. 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 yeah like just music, man. Um, so yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I've been, um, I'm not. I've been going through. Don't get me wrong. I've been listening to podcasts, mm. so I haven't, maybe I haven't been listening to music as much as you. But I've been back on the music train lately, mm. and it's look. I don't want to. I don't want to say it's like meditating, because emptying your brain of absolutely nothing is a complete like. Oh, sorry, emptying your brain of everything. Mm. And thinking about nothing is very different to singing in your car. It is different. Yeah. Um, but it's <clears> like, but it is that like, I'm not thinking about anything else 
not singing this song right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's purely euphoric. Yeah, 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 and it's like um, it's like when you're when we're laughing, like it's like when we're laughing, like laughing yeah, yeah, yeah. and finding things funny, and we're like, I'm not thinking about anything but laughing right now. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's been good. Uh, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm in a good position. People around me are happy. Things are happening. Getting really excited for the wedding. Happy with myself. So yeah, it's good. So what's your I guess what's your high five of the week, if there is one, or is the whole week a high five? <sighs> My high five of the week would hands down be standing in the suit shop mm. with my two best mates. Mm. And I was one of them. <laughs> uh you're Mark and standing there in my wedding suit and just have you boys like, fuck, that's sick. Yeah. And I was like, this is that time of my life. Like yeah. this is that moment that you see like in, you know. How about your mother? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I hope I look better than Ted. But no. <clears throat> no, it was Mar- I was thinking of that scene with Marshall yeah, <laughs> when they shaved down the middle of his head. Anyway, so it's a very unique <laughs> joke to people who have watched How about your mother. Just almost everyone. That was one of our three shows, wasn't it? That, mm. that 70s show and... Well, uh, Scrubs? No. Um, Stranger Things? Maybe. I don't know, maybe. Uh, but, yeah, that was on my high five of the week, being in that, you know, and and in that moment I was, as we said, you know, just being present. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want the moment to fly by. I was mm. just... Soaking it up, like mm. trying to just remember like the little details and mm. um, Mark was great. He was like on the phone getting heaps of photos and stuff and capturing some like cool moments. Like, there's a cool, there's quite a few cool photos of like like you passing me stuff and like blah, blah, you know. Um, so Mark yeah, was really good for good, that. Good memories to look back I r- on. I ran off to get my phone for that exact reason mm. and I was going to take photos of you and Mark and Mark beat me to it and was like, no, no, I'm all over it. And he was just taking photos of me and you. And part of me was like, for a split second, I was like, oh, damn, I didn't get any photos of you and Mark and mm. blah, blah, blah. But then I was like, oh, actually, this is kind of nice because Mark's doing a really nice thing by taking a photo of you and your best man yeah, yeah. doing this thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Mark, we know, we know Mark. You know Mark was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, that was my um, half of the week. And, oh, and not to mention that last time I was there, we got new measurements and he took everything into my new size and we tried it on again and it needed more adjusting. Which is good. Which is a good thing. Yes, because you wanted to go down, down. Prices are down. Sizes down. are down and maybe staying down, maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> After the wedding. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, yeah. Fitting my suit too well to have it readjusted was a was a small win, but being in that, being in that moment with your mark and – trying my wedding suit on and mm. being really happy with it. Like everything just working really well. Mm. Like yeah, it was sick. the hat was a win. Everything was just like, I was like, win, 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 win. What else can you, you just, I don't know how you just have this way of just perceive you. You can visualize things like no one else. I know maybe I need more friends, but <laughs> you, you can like, it's, I, I said this, I think I'm not sure whether I said it in the podcast or whether I said it, just that day, mm. but like you can see stuff before it's there. Maybe a lot of the population population can. Maybe mm. I'm in that demographic that's like, 
engineering mind logic and oh i can't perceive of things that don't exist yet maths and facts yeah. maths and facts yeah. but show me the numbers but, <laughs> but i'm creative for a guy that's like that um <laughs> but yeah you can like really like perceive things that are happening you know like you can see what will happen if this then this in a in an open space and you do that with your like with your fashion like yeah with, with your suit you've done the same thing mm. and it's just come together and i'm just like I'm just adding my little bit in like, it, well, it should be a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Down near the ankle. Well, I can't say that, so. But other than good. that, but yeah, you just bring it all together and I'm just like, man, he knows what he, like, he, did you picture that in your noggin? Um, I, this is interesting. It's funny that you ask. Um, I put that suit together in my brain, right, mm. with all the bells and whistles and accessories and hat and so on. Mm. But when I did that, it wasn't me. It was someone else. Well, I can't, I, I can't. I can visualize right, whether it be designs or outfits or. Sorry, this is about to get smelly in here. Oh, God. Sorry, the boots have to come off now. Oh, jeez. Can, can you put them outside the door? I mean, well, maybe. That'd be great. <laughs> if the headphones go that far. <laughs> I don't want to miss out on hearing you breathe into the microphone. <laughs> You're going to run, I'll time you. Um, Do you want me to go quickly? Yeah, pop them outside for sure. All right. Ten. It's, it's weird out of here without these headphones on. <laughs> Ten. Silent. Nine. Eight. Seven. He's on the legs. Five. Four. Three. And he's back in his seat. Yeah, Two. well, to be honest, I've, <laughs> I've left me stinky socks on, but it's okay. Sheevy. Um, I'm so sorry. Have I distracted okay. you from where you But, yeah, I, 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 when I visualise stuff. Yeah. Actually, not so much designs. When I visualise getting ready myself. I visualize, yeah, yeah, or an outfit, or like a thing that I'm planning to wear for something. Mm. I'll visualize it, but it won't be on me. Okay. I don't know that it's not on a particular someone, but it's not me. Mm. Mm. Funny thing is, is that your brain can't actually invent um, yourself. It can't invent new people, so it has to be on someone. Interesting. Maybe it's just a younger version of me that I can't remember. Yeah, maybe <laughs> emo fringe Aldo. <laughs> Like a Barbie doll. Actually, to I'm be honest, my friend Aldo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to be honest, when I do, it's interesting, isn't it? When I do um, try to visualize myself doing something or in a certain space or whatever, mm -hmm. it is a younger version of myself. It's a version of myself from about twenty three to twenty five. Oh, mm. was that? Was there something happening around then? That 23, maybe 23. Oh, no, more so like 24, 25, yeah. Like my age then. Right. What, I, look, a, what I looked like, like the then. Matrix version of you where you just like, or like the version of you that you perceive yourself to be. I think so. Yeah. But I'm better than that now. Well, I mean, <laughs> great call, by the way. Well done for adding that in because you are better than that now. Yeah, hard. And you were better than you were when you were 19 then. Just getting better and better. <laughs> <laughs> um. Thanks. How was your week? How are you feeling? How am I feeling? I'm going to have another I'm one of these. Gonna, yeah, crack that one because I've got to bloody open up an absolute can of worms. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. No, I feel really good. Oh, sick. Yeah, no, I feel great. That's sick. <laughs> I mean, that's dirty. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I said sick the other day. Yeah. I was like, oh, sick. And then I was like, I went back to like year five, year six when sick was a thing. Yeah. Oh, is it not a thing anymore? I say it all the fucking well, time. Yeah, I know. Accidentally, I do all the time. But, um, And I remembered when 
that became part of our lingo as like, you know, my little group of friends in, well, actually that demographic at that time. And I remember like trying to put it on everything as a kid, you know, like you're like, mum's, mum's like, get the milk. Yeah. Sick. Like, <laughs> Shut up. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just weird. I said the other day and then I just remembered when that, that started back in primary school. Oh yeah. Sick. Oh, sick. Sick. That's so sick. Oh, Thorpey says it's And then there's like, well, I was going to say 17 dads, but just my dad being like, oh, did Thorpey say that? <laughs> <laughs> Even those days if someone says sick, he's like, all right, Thorpey. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it like that. My dad doesn't sound like that at all. Dad Sorry. actually just says, Thorpey says it's fully sick. And I'm like, wow, dad. For a guy that doesn't remember fuck all, <laughs> you really remember a shit part of life. <laughs> Ah, so, you, fully sick things so you're good. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. And let me explain to you why I'm good. Mm-hmm. I. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. You allowed. I'm excited because I went to a psychologist. Oh, yeah. For the first time in my entire when life. When was that? Tuesday. That's why you weren't answering your phone. Yeah, sorry. No. Just be better, Dylan. <laughs> Stop taking time for yourself for your brain power and. In there sobbing, my phone won't stop ringing. <laughs> People always need me. It's me. Just I know he's there. He'll answer. He'll answer. No. Um, I found out some shit about myself, man. Wow. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, I mean, good. No, it just explains a lot. Okay. Yeah. So we went back through my like. We, for reasons undisclosed, sure. We figured out full undisclosure. Full, yes, yes, yeah. In other words, I'm not telling you why, um, but I will tell you what. And we figured out, we went through a process of d- figuring out why I am the way I am today, like why I am the man I am today. Okay. Right. Fuck. How far back did you go? Fucking not far. <laughs> 16? That's half a life ago, so it's pretty far back. Yeah. So basically, it comes down to, <clears throat> I, I've, we've, we, we've, I, we figured out mm. that the reason that I'm like an, um, a, a type A, a quintessential alpha, or someone that thinks he is anyway, <laughs> um, appreciate that, is that because I, because, you know, when, like when we were younger, like mm. 16 mm. Uh, to, to like 21, mm. I never really like screwed around. Like I didn't. I didn't really like sure. go out and like sleep with chicks. No, I didn't like playing any kind of team sport. I no. didn't really like any sport at all. Yeah. Um, and there was a few like I didn't like. Um, I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin going like like everyone would be skinny dipping and shit, and I'd be like, Nah. Why don't I feel like I want to be part of this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, um, and then as we got. Like, so I didn't, so throughout that period, like not banging chicks and not playing team sports and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I like in, developed this version of me that was like, I'm not a man. Like I, the thoughts I had of myself were that you're not manly. You're not a manly dude. Wow. Yeah. Hectic, right? Yeah. Did you come up, did you get to this point the other day? Yeah, bro. Yeah, wow. I might have gone a little bit over time. <laughs> It's right, we're paying for it. <laughs> oh yeah, EAP, you beauty. Um, yeah. So we figured all that out, and it was always in comparison to like others. Sure, you know what I mean. Like, 
I always loved like camping and stuff. Yeah. But like I was never like originally I wasn't a tinkerer. Like I didn't like build stuff and until like I rolled my car and dad was like, let's rebuild your car. And yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, that's okay. I'll give that a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then and then the man I am today is like I'm the, the reason that I'm a quote-unquote successful director, <laughs> the reason that I'm like – have a good mindset and, 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 and what I think, what I deem myself as being successful because mm-hmm. I'm happy. Yeah. Which is good. Um, and why I take on so much adrenaline stuff or try to, like, I'm free diving course and go and spearfishing off the boat and yeah, jump yeah. out of a plane and what else? Let's go mountain bike riding and trying to do all these things is because mm. I'm trying to convince myself that I'm a man. Wow. Mm. And I am. <laughs> so that's okay. Like, you're 30. And you are definitely a man. Yeah, I feel like a man. But, yeah, it was just an interesting process to go through to be like, yeah, you didn't think of yourself as like that, Mm. as like what a man should be. Mm. And so you've spent the last few years convincing yourself that you are and it's it's resulted in you having the life that you wanted. Right. And now I'm happy. So I'm like I'm, I'm not doing the things just because of that. But she was just suggesting that, like, the reason you've taken this exciting path of growth and drive is because you didn't give that to yourself when you were younger because you didn't respect yourself as a dude. Right. Basically. Interesting. Heavy, huh? And I was like, oh, no wonder I can't (laughs) stop doing things. No wonder I can't stop proving to myself that I'm an awesome dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then people would be like, oh, he's a bit. Confident, borderline, arrogant, and it's just like because I never like I never had that outlet when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. So now that I've got some kind of like non-material success, sure, you know, mm. that people look it up. People have said so. Look and go. Yeah, there, life looks pretty good for you. I'm like, yeah, cool. No worries. I'll I'll flaunt that a little bit because I'm making up for not being able to flaunt anything when I was younger. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. What sparked that? The whole conversation? Yeah. Oh, don't even. I that's the thing. That's the thing that I won't gotcha. go into. But gotcha. Yeah, but it was it was a pretty hefty walk down memory lane. But I guess the interesting thing is, is like I didn't realise that I was like, it's not so much that everyone's got a reason for being everything. Like, mm. Elon Musk has a reason as to why he's the way he is. That like it's not like my story is unique. No, it's just that, yeah. that that that's my story, but I didn't know it. Right, is the difference. Right, it's not like some psychological epiphany where I'm like, oh, thank God, I'm not batshit crazy. Like <laughs> it's just my story. I just didn't know my own story. Right, you know. Whereas other people can sit back and look through their history and be like, oh yeah, I'm this way because that that happened to me. Whereas I didn't know that. Probably because it's not a negative thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People like look back through <clears throat> history of when they've like, why they're. Why they're a certain way. Why they're oh, fucked that happened. Up, so that's why I'm speak. fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rather Whereas, than. Well, yeah, exactly. Okay. Why, why am I doing so well? <laughs> <laughs> it's because I didn't think I was a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at least it, at least it happened. You didn't think you were a woman at any point, did you? <laughs> not, not at all. But at least it happened in that direction. Mm. At least it wasn't like, I was such a man before and now I feel like a woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, or like 
playing out that character so young that you make decisions that you were too immature to make, you know? Talk to me more about it. Oh, that. I don't know. Oh, no, it you've was done there. that thing. No, I don't know. thing where you say. It's just a, it's, I don't know. I think it was. Someone who There was it? a story there behind it, but it was too long and I liked this. The, what you uh, saw. There's like, a, there's got someone, we're going to have to make a list of all the times that Aldo said something. And guess then went, what? Nah. <laughs> guess what? what? I remembered the thing. Okay, go on. From last week. Hit me. It was about the motivational, like, uh, you, um, not YouTube, Instagram videos. Mm-hmm. Right, that I forgot. Mm-hmm. And one of them that I watched is this guy and he's talking about people going for job interviews, people going and like putting themselves out there and putting themselves forward for things. And he speaks about how irrespective of if you've got the skill set or not or the qualifications or not, there's more harm in you getting – there's more harm in getting turned away and not having opportunity than – going for it and then someone potentially taking a chance on you, you know, and giving you that the environment to learn and develop and move forward in life. Like why not just go for everything irrespective of if you've got the skill set or not. Just oh, put, your, put your hand up for anything and everything. And if you get turned away, great, you still put your hand up. But what's the loss if, you you know, you just get turned away? If you don't go for it, then you're just missing out on potential opportunity. And yeah. that's, that's the, that was the, yeah, right, right, right. Does he talk about the fact that what happens if you get it and you don't deserve it? Like what happens if you get it and you can't do it? Oh, yeah. You'll, they'll figure it out pretty quick. You're a fraud. <laughs> or fraud aboard. <laughs> um, yeah. That's cool. But that was the, that was the, that was the tidbit. I can't remember how it's So go for last. everything. Just put your hand up for everything. And if you don't know how to do it, then someone will either teach you or tell you to piss off. But at least you, you know. Went for it. I think it's the bit I think people have to wrap their head around is the what if someone tells me to piss off? And it's like, well, what if someone tells you to piss off? What, what? Turn around, walk away, yeah, try that, your best. That's the thing that like, that's the thing that gets people. Mm. No one's ever good enough from the get-go, you know? Yeah. Well, people are, everyone's scared to do something be it go for a job interview they might not get because they're worried about someone. They give themselves the negative reaction before they can receive the negative reaction yeah, from yeah, someone exactly. else. It's like it's safer if I hurt myself <clears throat> than if someone else hurts me. Like why go for something that is capped at your skill set, you know? Like this is how good I am and level to that is that job that I'm going for. Why would you, why, why would you even consider that? Go for something that's, you know, oversteps your qualifications and boundaries. I guess and go people, into it confidently. I guess and people. See where you go. I guess certain people want to like. They're not saying, just playing the devil's advocate, mm. being advo- advocative for the devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that devil's a bit advocative. Um, I spoke for too long and now I've lost my train of thought. I do that often. It's okay though because we were talking about comfort and we were talking about people going for jobs and doing something that they feel comfortable doing yeah. is that people want to get those roles. Here we are. Mm. They want to get those roles and then they're happy to grow but they want to grow within the role. Mm. You know, they want they want the comfort of being in a role, being like, and then and then in five years' time, then I'll be the ma- the branch manager. The mayor. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be the mayor. 
<laughs> do you reckon? How ridiculous. Do you reckon you'd ever be mayor? Mayor of where? Dogtown. Uh, <laughs> mayor of Dogtown. Uh, I could see myself as a political figure. One. No. <laughs> no. I, I entertained the thought of it. I've never thought about it before. The reason is because is I don't care enough about shit that I don't care about. Sure. Like, I feel like politicians have to care an inkling. They have to show they care about stuff that they it probably doesn't. don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it has to be more than average. Like, it has to be, like, they have to give at least a shit. They would have to be able to write a 2,000-word essay about something they don't give a fuck about. Not they would have to write an essay, but do you know what I mean? Mm. Whereas I'm like, I don't care about that. I don't, I, I'd be too scared to be like, I'd, I'd make a decision that would happen and people would be like, that's fucking disgusting. And I'd be like, good point, actually. I didn't really think about that as being disgusting at the time. But, yeah, moving all those homeless people out of that park was a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how that would affect them. Um, Could you? I was just, man, I was just thinking about, like, people that are, like, super passionate about just, like, things that have to happen in society, like, that spend their whole life, like, Building roads here. There, there has to be a road that goes from, and I'm going to try my best to get this road from. You know, I, I right, don't know. right, right, right. I get you. Like a trucking, like a. It has to be. It has to be able to connect these two suburbs because it's going to mean that all this business is going to grow and. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what you and, mean? and then even more so, more mediocre. Like I don't, like I don't know. Like we need. Every person in society, we, we need everyone in society. I just can't envision myself. Like imagine studying, getting into a, a job, moving forward in that uh, in that business and getting to like, you know, 25, 30 years down the track and like you, all you know is this thing that you've always been doing mm. and you're like, how do I don't, how did I end up loving grass or having to love grass? You know? Yeah, okay. So you're talking about, are you, okay, because it's two different Grass ways is weird. Grass is nah, lovely. Nah, uh, that's a weird yeah, thing yeah. to put in, but like. Do you know anything about front lawns? <laughs> um, but are you talking about, are you talking about people getting passionate about things? Okay, are you talking about people. Getting passionate about a, things because they've spent too long title? doing. Job title? Or are you talking about people being passionate about things that are like, like a Karen outside of work that's just getting upset about. No, no, no. Like, I mean, oh, I mean, how dare you build? <laughs> how dare you build a bike path around the river? Because now all the wildlife are gonna like. Is that what you mean, or do you mean more? Like- no, I mean, I mean people that spend too long doing something that they didn't care about that they are now passionate about. I think what you're saying is, why do people do jobs they don't like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I feel sorry for people that spend a lifetime doing stuff that you like that they're not. They, you know, get to the end of their life or get to the end of their working career and they're like, what have I been doing? What have I spent my life doing? Look, there's a secret out there that you and I don't know about, okay? What? There's a secret out in the real world. Yeah. Whatever it all, whether it's the, <laughs> I don't know whether it's the real world or the fake world, but it's the rest of the world that you and I don't know about, right? And it's a world where people don't connect their identity to their goals. So you and I are very, our identity is connected to majority, connected to what we do. Not what we do as in, like, I mean, and like actions, the actions that we take, 
yeah, is is a is a connection of our identity. Without like science <clears> and advice effort, building an app and going free diving and all the things that I do, mm. sometimes I scare the shit out of myself because I'm like, what's left without all the things that I do? Right? Do I have anything to talk about if I don't do shit? Whereas there's people out there, and I can think of some, mm. that have jobs that they're like, I'm chill here because outside of work, I'm super interesting. Like there's a lot of people, and, and it's it's not specifically Mark because Mark's job is interesting, but there's a lot of people out there like Mark. Who? Mark. Delgasar. Oh, right. Right. Who, you know how like Mark can talk to and can just expel information really interestingly? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's not about his business or it's not about his adventures or anything. He's just <clears> like, <throat> I know a lot about stuff and I really love it. There's a lot of people out there that just do that. Mm-hmm. That's what they're passionate about is like things that don't have a goal. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So so, so then it doesn't answer. What it doesn't answer from your point of view is why they spend eight hours a day doing the thing. Mm. I guess some people just choose something. They're like, I can be happy here because outside of doing this, I'm fucking killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas you and I are like, we do this 14 hours a day because... This is this is literally holds our entire lives. <laughs> everything we are and everything we think is is wrapped up in these little bundles. It's all we know, and we pretend that we're killing it. <laughs> and, and yeah, and, th- and thank fuck, there's people like us out there, so that things happen. We're just another cog in that wheel, and then we think about the other cogs being like, "Why would you want to do that?" And they're all out there like, "Why the fuck would you want to do that?" <laughs> it's not interesting. <sighs> Be a real person, you know. Mm. Anyway. I don't get down about it. <laughs> You're like, what have I done? <laughs> I want to be an accountant. <laughs> get a job at the library. Never finished, I looked at the, I, never finished a book. I drove, today I was doing, um, so Biceps been working with Galvin's, the plumbing supply company. That's Biceps in the bicep that Aldo and I own because that's important to us. <laughs> and uh, I drove past. A car, a police car that said Sheriff of W, no, Sheriff of Western Australia. Mm. It's like a, a fortune or red. something. And and red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Well, not not so much red. Well, yeah, it was like a mauve. That's yeah, the, mauve. yeah. Maroon. Mauve. Um, and I was like, Sheriff of Western Australia? What the fuck is that? The sheriff. What the fuck's the sheriff do? Every state has a sheriff. What's he do? She do. What do they do? I don't know. I think it's old school. Like, you don't know, do you? I have no fucking idea. No, that's cool. But I think it's old school. Yeah. Like old cowboy villages used to have sheriffs. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I understand the I understand the Top con- of the top. I understand the Got context. Got the bigger badge. I understand the context of a sheriff in the American market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't understand the context of a sheriff in WA. Like, how does that differ from the AFP, the local police station, traffic police? I don't, you don't know. I don't think so a sheriff okay. is a person. I think it's a- an office. Yeah, 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 like the sheriff's office, like, and yeah. it's a bunch of people that achieve something. But what's the thing? Um, That's okay. You don't know. I do know. Don't invent something. I do know. Okay. It's littering. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just drop your cigarette butt off that window? Eight, ten of them, five points. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway, and then it made me think because um, you were just talking about being in a lot, working in a library, and I was like. I really do think that my goal when I retire from whatever the world has for me, mm. well, I'll take some more control, whatever the 
whatever I have for the world. <laughs> um, whatever, whatever you do with your life. Whatever I do with my life, yeah, that'll do. Um, whatever the world. Oh, fate. I'll let fate decide. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to walk out this door and I'll just keep walking and I'll just see what happens. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> I'll that go wherever my feet take me. That is interesting. He's flying drone around Carl's. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, wow, being a ranger would be one of, I think, one of the best retiree jobs ever. Oh, My right. perception of being a ranger, like a national park ranger, like in the hills. Imagine having to deal with us 40 years from now, though. That'd be pretty handy. We know what we're doing. Having to deal with us 40 years from now. Rangers currently deal with us when we go away. Right, right, yeah. Imagine having to deal with us then. Boys, I said no fires. We can't burn wood here because you're taken from the land and you're burning it. And then someone's, a kid's going to come here and fall into your hot coal pot. And you go, I'm sorry, sorry, Frank. He comes back the next day. What's all that? Oh, it's, uh, uh, it's for a burnt, fire. Burnt children. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pile of burnt kids. You said, Frank, you warned us. <laughs> so, yeah, my week's been good. <laughs> No, as I'm, I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy for you that you got something really cool out of that psychologist session. Yeah, I mean, there was a psychologist or psychologist. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, she's a psychologist, right? Yeah, she did this. She did this sorry for I'm ruining the surprise for everyone. Not surprise, but I'm, I'm ruining her job. <laughs> it was like spit it out. We, we. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oops, sorry. Crikey, went into the room. Mm-hmm. I was talking about some real personal shit, by the way, and all I can hear is the receptionist just like. She could hear you for sure. Just typing out a keyboard and I was like, all right, <laughs> talking about my bits over here, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but the point was I went in there and I was like, we're both wearing masks and I was like. So how's the, <laughs> so how's the mask thing going for you? And she was like, oh, I hate it. I was like, I don't really know you right now with that mask. And she was like, fair. She was like, you can take your mask off if you want. I was like, oh, great, thank you. (laughs) And I'm just going to have a really long sip of water. She took her mask off, had a drink of water and didn't put back on. I was like, nice, well played. Nice. Um, But I highly recommend to anyone listening that, um, I don't know, I feel like I'm on a bit of like a, I feel like I'm on a bit of a, What's it called when like a, a president goes for campaign? I feel like I'm on a bit of a campaign to teach everyone that like I'm feeling pretty well and happy and I went to see a psychologist, mm. you know? Mm. So I don't, don't want to don't remove, to- remove, remove the stigma <clears throat> of going to see a psychologist from the, the 1950s version, which is like, oh, he must be fucked up, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you don't have to be in a, in a, you know, in a bad place or in a bad frame of mind. To go and talk to someone, it's it's really refreshing speaking to someone that's got doesn't know you, got unbiased views of you, and is completely confidential. You can say absolutely anything too. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, even getting last advice. time I went, I said how much I didn't like you, and she helped me. She helped me, you know, build that relationship back up. And now here we are. <laughs> <laughs> she finally taught you that I was the best things that ever happened in your life. You should be marrying me. And is that what you're going to say? I'm not into it. Is that you're going to say the wedding? No. Also, why would I tell you what I'm going to say in the wedding? Hey, <laughs> Aldo and me are soulmates, but we both like women, so he's chosen Danielle. <laughs> That's it. Mike, Mike drop. He's done. Well, he did say it was going to be short, and it was about both of us. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that I, I guess 
even if you like want to have a chat with someone about like literally a, th- a third person perspective on a conversation, like, you know, if I'm going to broach a topic with say my mum, mm. right, I'm going to get personal right now, but mm. if I have a topic in my mind that I want to broach with my mum and I'm like, I don't know how to, I'm too emotional about this. I don't know how to handle this properly. Mm. You know, I could use that as an excuse. No shit. I would probably go there to see the psychologist and the psychologist would, and I'd think I'm going there to be, I start off being like, so I want to have this conversation with my mum because I'm feeling like this and she's feeling like this. And then she'll be like, but why are you like that? And I'll be like, fuck, here we are again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I won't want to talk to my mum after that because I'll, I'll realise that it was that I was most of the problem and mm. or not, whatever. Right. But if you just need someone to be like, oh, well, if you want to have this conversation with someone, maybe take it from this angle, mm. you know? Anyway. And I, get, I guess when you see a psychologist, even if you've got questions about how you should handle things or how you should, you know, if you've got, if there's a situation that's occurred that you're like, I need answers and my, I'm feeling, thinking a certain way and I can't talk to my friends or family about it, you know, seeing a psychologist, you can have that unbiased, no judgment back and forth, you know, you can, speaking open and honest, you know, open, speaking open and honest, speaking, it makes open, you happy. <laughs> speaking open and honest with a stranger that's, got your best interest at heart but doesn't know you for grain of salt, you're going to get feedback that your mates wouldn't give you or your family wouldn't give you, you know, and you're probably going to relay information that you wouldn't give your family or friends in the first place. So how are you meant to get answers from other people if if you can't share everything with them? Well, exactly. If you can share with your family and friends open and honestly, then go to them because they're going to be your best, you know. Well, bias is the thing that throws me off that. Bias. I will tell you a story. Yeah. Right. But I want the worst for you, so. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I would tell you a story knowing that you, knowing who you are mm. to get you to react in a certain way. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which will validate my point of view. Yeah. And I'll be like, I went to Aldo and he thought this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you like, only well, asked him, <laughs> how much do you like music? And he said, yeah, and see, everybody loves music. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're gonna, you're going to get the answers you want out of people. Yeah, by you, the you, questions that you ask them. Yeah, about. yeah. Whereas a psychologist is going to be like, "Why did you just ask me that?" Mm. Whereas you would just be, like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." <laughs> well, not that you would be like that. You know, some guido. Hey, maybe. Hey, maybe. Hey, you want to you want to make a fucky fuck? What? You heard that before? No. You want to make a fucky fuck? Wow. Well, let's put a full stop on that button. <laughs> I, was, I thought you knew what I was talking about then. So that's the week. Oh. The week wrapped up in 54 minutes. Pretty good. Yeah, it feels good. What was oh. your high five of the week? Um, to be honest, I think that my high five of the week was... <laughs> like working out in Kelmscott, right, mm. for Galvin's last, mm. last couple of days. And this, this morning I woke up and I was like, I'm going to use public transport to go there <laughs> and my bike, you know? And I just like rode and trained my way there. And I was just like, I really enjoyed, I, the reason I was catching the train was because I was like, I'll catch the train, I'll read my book, mm. you know, I've done my bike. It'll be an all-in-one package. Mm. I forgot my book. It was a bummer. But um, 
But so did my high five. Did you do on the train to start a fight? No, actually. <laughs> actually, you know what I did do? What? I went back through all my Facebook messages and all my text messages and found all the people I hadn't replied to and replied to everyone. Wow. And when I saw someone that I had replied to but hadn't spoken to for a while and I was like, oh, actually, I've been meaning to talk to them. Yeah. I flicked a message and was like, hey, what's going on with this thing that we I was meant to catch up with you about a month ago? Huh. So I, I got some, I just caught up on some conversations that I'm usually like, no, I don't have time for that right now. My life's way too important to deal with that right now. That's not relevant to me at all. I'm way too busy. I'm, <laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> Do you know what it's like to run a business? I'm stressed. <laughs> Everybody's stressed. I know. I know. Yeah. So um, I did that and I'm really, and I maybe the high five of the week is the catching the train because it served a few purposes. One, it allowed me to ride to work, which mm-hmm. is out in Kelmscott, which was a, would have been an hour and 40 to ride there. Um, two, I got to sit down and do whatever the hell I wanted on the train whilst getting there, which is like, I didn't say, like save fuel, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then three, it's just like doing something different. Mm. Like it sounds mundane, like, oh, yeah, you caught a train. How long has it been since you've been on a train? Uh, Europe? Yeah, probably Europe, probably Amsterdam. Right. Yeah. But it was just, you know, can, can you see the value in like being on the train, going over the bridge, crossing the river? It's like flat water in, flat river water in the morning, sun's rising. You know, it was just like it's very get going out towards Where's the hills. Where's Oh, yeah, good call. <laughs> um, Like out near the hills. Right. Yeah, like. Almost near Armadale, but not as right. Were you on the Armadale one? Yeah, right. Just heaps of trees and no one on the no one on the train, and it was just, yeah. Anyway, that's my high five of the week. Just nice. being by myself on the train, enjoying it. What time did you get the train? Six thirty. Oh, that's early. Yes, no early commuters out there then. Oh, not really. There was like a few people out there, but it, I thought it was going to be like. Hustle and bustle. I thought I was, well, I thought I was, I was brought my knuckle dusted. <laughs> no, Armadale line. Everyone's talking about how bad the Armadale line is. And then, the, and then I realized the guys that had told me the Armadale line was bad end up being like, oh, you know, I wouldn't go. And then on the way home, I wouldn't go past. And then they started mentioning the streets near my house. Like I wouldn't go past Beaufort Street. And then like, I live in North Perth and they're talking about North Perth. Who's like, this? Oh, the guys from where I was working. Don't go there. You'll get bashed. I'm like, I rode through that park this morning. That's near my home. <laughs> I'm the guy that bashes the people in the park. I'm in the hood. <laughs> Boys in the hood. I'm like, man, you guys. Interesting. You guys are scared of something you've never been a part of before. It's funny, isn't it? It's how society gets you. So they suppress you. Take your masks off. Do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's all facade. It's all the Truman it's Show. It's good that um, restrictions and stuff are easing. Standard consumption will be back. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. How's um, the weather? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. It means it's good for the wedding, man. Oh, sorry. My apologies. I had no context. I thought you were just like, I thought it was like a. April 31st, we go back into level one from level two. Do we? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Uh, there was a press conference today. So live music venues instead of 150, so on nightclubs and stuff, they're capped at now 500. Not 150, so it's actually kind of feasible for them to be operating. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. And uh, I think the outdoor, public outdoors, like 200 cap. I think it, maybe it was 100. 30 people at a house party sort of thing. But I think um, as of April 31st, 
um, yeah. Oh, it's now April 31st, standard consumption. They're going to run it for two weeks. Sick. Yeah. That is good. So hopefully by the, by the time we get to the wedding, we'll be able to oh, still masks indoors. But hopefully by then, it'll be like, yeah, don't worry about the masks anymore. Yeah, sick. Mm. Cool. Over it. So over it. So over I'm it. Over. I'm over. You know what I'm over? What? Oh, I was saying to Esty, we'd... I rang her yesterday and I was like, can you please register us as essential workers, BICEP, in the construction industry? Because mm. Galvins have registered as essential workers because they serve the construction industry. Mm. And, you know, construction's important apparently. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were going to house everyone. Um, and because we're serving Galvins, the guys at Galvins were like, well, it's justified. These guys are serving us. Imagine how many other people you're serving that require you in construction. I was like thinking back through our clients and i was like yeah no shit mm. um what do you get huh what do you get if you're essential oh sorry yeah it means that if you're a close contact you still go to work oh. there's no isolate for seven days bullshit if you're an essential worker it's like even if your partner's got covid as long as you don't you go to work if you've got covid then you're sick yeah. like anything don't go to work when you're sick that's yeah, exactly it. But if you're close yeah you can go to work if you're a close well contact. they're changing those close contact rules as well oh, on the 31st to what I don't know. Do whatever you want. Get rid of them. Yeah. It's just the flu, guys. By the way, COVID doesn't exist anymore. Ha <laughs> ha, I tricked you all. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's funny that it went like, oh, there's a, well, let's not speculate. No, let's speculate. Yeah, go on. What else are we going to do? Let's just throw a cheeky war in there and then slowly we'll just remove this pandemic <laughs> and then, you know, we'll fill the media with guns and violence and then you'll forget about this other thing and then when the war is gone, are you, everything's back to Are you to trying normal. to insinuate that Mark McGowan single-handedly by himself orchestrated the Ukrainian-Russian war? No. And he did it as a guise so as to quietly remove restric- add and then remove restrictions in Western Australia specifically because the rest of the world doesn't have anything like we've got. <laughs> the rest of the world's not restricted anymore. There's no masks. No, but, yeah, there's no need for vaccinations. You just do what you do, what you do, what you do. Danny was talking to her client in America. No, this is one of those moments where I end up with egg on my face again. They're still getting fuckloads of cases. Oh, of course, yeah. Right? Still. Everything's just, everyone's just shut up about it. No, everyone's just gone, oh, well, just, just, just gone. Bang! Stop! Stop talking about it. Well, yeah, fair call too. And yeah, well, yeah, right. But it's just like for something that would just like, I don't know. I think because it's still re- it's still here, I'm like, how can you just shut it off? They're not shutting it off. They're just it's so getting on of, with it. It's so part of life that they're like, <sighs> who cares? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't talk about breathing. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to go home and do some COVID work. <laughs> we, we had made a somewhat semi-packed that we wouldn't really talk about COVID in this podcast, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt given that your wedding's coming up and it's very, very highly hinged upon well, I, <clears throat> COVID. Every single major holiday, he's shut us down, you know. Mm. Easter, our wedding is the day before Easter. Mm. Mm. There's a lot on the line. Yes. I reckon we'll Not the least being of which your love for each other. <laughs> there was a spell cast upon you both. And if you don't get married before. <laughs> this clock strikes midnight. <laughs> you will be destined to hate each other forever. You will be banished to the desert. <laughs> you will have to fall in love with Dylan and you'll be his soulmate. 
Who, Danny? No. No, you. Oh. Fuck that bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> you choose me over her. Yeah. That's what I just said. <laughs> you choose me over... You'd choose me. <laughs> You're but I'd pick my best friend over over my best friend's missus. Yes. Oh. Correct. What if she heard that? She will. She will hear it. Pretty sure she knows how close we are, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> bruh. Anyway, this was meant to be the episode. Episode. Yeah? Pepsi. Gossip at Vegas. So, whilst my bladder is getting fuller and fuller, Mm. And whilst I must go to the toilet, how do we work? Can we? Is there a chance that we can pause this bad boy and then come back to it? How do we do? Hmm. Or do we just push through? <laughs> how do you feel? What is your? What is your? What does your bladder tell you? <laughs> <laughs> tells me that there's no alcohol beers make oh. me want to piss just as much as normal beer. Get on, run to the door. Oh, there's a bowl there. No, 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 no. Hey, don't spill it. Twenty-five points. Are you going to talk to the listeners while I go to the door? I might sing them a song. Yeah, go on then. Give, give them a song. <clears throat> Count them down. Hmm. Oh, so you did say how much you love singing. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. You're going to talk about. Maybe I'm going to talk about strange neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> so, I live in a complex. There's eight. Apart, oh, townhouses in my complex. And I have some very strange neighbours. I have this one strange neighbour who lives at the front of the complex. I think it's her and her son that live there. And I've probably seen her in the last four years maybe 15 to 20 times. And every time I see her, I'm either walking past her garage door or... I'm in the car and she's doing something out the front and face to face, probably within two, three metres of each other, I look at her smile and wave and she looks straight through me and doesn't give me anything and I can't figure it out. I cannot figure it out for the life of me Um, and it happened yesterday and I think I'm going to write her a note, write her a letter. And Dylan's just missed all of that, and you'll have to listen back to that later. Okay. Strange, strange neighbours. Have you just finished? Have you actually just finished your story? Uh, a portion of it. Oh, do I need to go like away again so you can finish it? No, no? but no, just to, just uh, just speaking to listeners about strange neighbours. It's um, not the the nonna that comes across the road. No, and tries to give you cans of soul. I swear to God, I swear to God, Margarita. That's her name? Yes. She is psychic. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. I, on numerous occasions, I've left the house or arrived at home and thought something and she's appeared at my door with it. (laughs) Oh, like what? I've I've left the house and gone, oh, I forgot lunch. And she stopped me, walked across the road and gave me a uh, Tupperware thing full of pasta for lunch. And I was like, okay, okay. And then me and one of our crew arrived at my house and as we pulled up, we had one of the work utes. I don't remember what we were doing. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you forgot your Milwaukee impact driver. She was like, Milwaukee, <laughs> Milwaukee impact driver. Now I just get home and I think of a uh, million dollars and then she just walks across the road and just gives me a million dollars. No, and then we've rocked up and I was like, it was a hot day, middle of summer, and I was like, 
um, oh, I could go for like crisp cold Coke. You know, when you've just, right? Just a, <sighs> um, that's how it sounds. That's how it feels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we've pulled up, got out of the car, and she's come, come running over the road, two cold Cokes, two muffins, and I was like, this lady knows. Fuck we, now. She we, really knows. We, we would, me and the girls are at the front doing something and we were talking about something and she came across the road with it. Legitimately. What she was lives, the thing? I, oh, I can't remember. Pez, Manny, fact check. Remember. What was it? Oh, Let us know. Yeah. DM me. Yeah. I, oh, another time. Me and Danielle got home mm-hmm. from the shops. We forgot to buy P food. She came across the road while we arrived and gave us a big thing of smackos. The fuck, man! Like it, it. Look, doesn't happen all the time, but it happens. And when it does, it's coincidentally. Mm. She's look, a fairy godmother. She she knows what's going on. She's a fairy godmother. Strange neighbors, man. I've got a couple. I, it's weird. We've got new neighbors. Mm-hmm. They're the most lovely people in the world. Mm. They're like almost oh, too nice. Right, like they're murdering people inside their houses. Eh? They're very intelligent, right? Oh, that's not good. One's an engineer, one's a doctor. Thanks, like psychopaths. But they're so nice. He's he he he's almost the nicest person I've ever spoke to. Legitimately, in my life, and it's it's blood curdling. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, I invented, I invented electric floss, and you're like, what's that for? <laughs> But um, um, yeah, just um, cutting people's heads off whilst electrocuting. Like, like, so nice that I'm like, this is a cover. Yeah, you know, 100%. Mr. they, they always Smith leave star. like weird points of the night, like ten o'clock at night. They're just both get in the car, garage door up, boom. Or like, they're just hankering for a McFlurry, and you're just judging them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. They're of like the- these fucking neighbors keep spying on us. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> they've got like perfect nutritional diets throughout the day because he's an engineer and she's a doctor and they've got to show people at work how good they are and then at night they're just like, fuck it, let's go get an Oreo McFlurry. <laughs> and then we've got we've got another neighbour, right, who's been living with us for about, moved in about maybe six months. Living near you. In our complex. Yeah, sure, not living with you. That's a bit much. Living in, what did I say? Living with us. Living with us. Yeah, yeah with us in our community. Um, hey, okay. Two doors down from me. He's probably bit. <laughs> he's talking like a fish. <laughs> no, you know he's moved, probably moved in like a like close to a year ago, and we never see them. They never leave the, the cars. And, like it's probably been twice, three times in the last five months, six months. And like we're all in at different times of the day and everything. And like, what could that? Okay. There's lights on and stuff inside, but like the door never opens. The garage door never opens. And I'm like, what can they do? I don't know. I don't get it. So do they get their food delivered? People have arrived before, dropped mm. off and walked in and blah, blah, like on, on a Friday. Mm. But we've, So it's a home business of some description. I don't know. I don't know. Strange. You'll hear the first story. Mm. Oh, that gets me. Yeah. That gets I'm me. Trying to, I'm trying to – I'm wasting everyone's time thinking about what those two could get up to. I'm like, what business could they run? <laughs> they don't have to leave the home at all. Only fans, <laughs> and then one of one of my other neighbours, they both they both get home 
from wherever. They're both really fit and they both get home well before we leave the house. Like like while we're leaving, they're arriving home. And I'm like, who gets up that early? Hang on. They leave to go and do something fitspo? I don't think so. And they get home at 5.36 o'clock in the morning. And they're spies. They're also spies. We've got two sets of spies in our complex of eight townhouses from what I know. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder what people would think you do if you didn't have it plastered all over your car. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> this guy, he's always on his bike. Yeah, where the fuck's he going? <laughs> it's four in the morning. What's he going on? Actually, I went for a ride at like one o'clock the other morning. One? Yeah, one in the morning. Did you really? Like 12.30. I didn't know about this. 12.30 whatever. I went for a ride. Got home like, went for like an hour ride maybe. This seems like something you wouldn't normally say, hold on to this long. Usually this is the kind of thing you brag about pretty quickly. I'd been out with the girls and then they remained out and I got home and I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm not going to the next portion of their evening. Um, and so I got home and I was like 10 past 12, quarter past 12 or something. I was like, I'm going to go for a ride. Cool. I got home like one they They're like, and I was like, <laughs> sweating. Actually, I did a big ride then. And then I got home and they're like, where have you been? And I was like, went for a ride. And I was like, probably shouldn't have. I'm fucked. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> That's ridiculous. The things that we do. I like it though. I respect yeah, that. Good as, what, it's, recent? Like this week? No, no, no. This is like, this is a few weeks ago. Okay. But it was during this hard program. Uh, I think so. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, anyway. Okay, the last few months is a bit of a... Let's get fucking stuck into the fucking app. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some app chat. I want to tell everyone what we get up to. Okay. I want to talk to the audience about what our lives consist of. Maybe well, actually, they know a lot about what our lives consist of, but what they don't know, quite often I forget that we're even building an app because we're just out doing other things and luckily for us we've got a team of people doing it for us. But we invented it. <laughs> um, so... Should we tell the story? The story goes something along the lines of we need a better system. <laughs> we found a problem. Woman. We found a problem. We're trying to fix it. Yeah. So basically back in 2000 and who knows, we, we came up with an idea <laughs> <laughs> uh, of like basically – Ordering blue collar, well, not necessarily tradies, but the idea was that it was like anyone that had a, a ticket that did a manual job and had the, had a certification that did a manual job, anything from like event work to being a hairdresser or a barber to being a driver, all these things. I was like, imagine if you could have it all because we ran our crewing company at the time, our, our events company. Imagine if you could have it all in an app where you just ordered them like ordering an Uber. Um, and then was it at the beginning of this year? No, beginning of last year. Um, it had been a few years, and and we found out that to build an app costs hundred fifty thousand dollars, approximately. Well, we we had this idea because we had a crewing company, but we hadn't actually been a crewing company for. That long. For that long that we didn't know what labour hire was. Yes, true. We true. didn't know true. enough about labour hire that it was kind of 
uh, we're doing a heap of those uh, founders institute sort of things in the city to try and wrap our minds around yeah, it. Yeah, meet the right people and, you know, push ourselves in the direction of <clears throat> fulfilling that goal of ours, but we didn't know enough about our actual our actual offering. Yeah. So I guess and the problems that we know, were solving. We yeah. were solving. Yeah. yeah, I guess what we've done is we've kind of like come up with an idea and then tried to learn how to build it, but we hadn't done the market research part. Mm. And then we just accidentally did like seven years of market research by <laughs> yeah. running a crewing by running a labor hire company. Yeah. Um for for that long. And then we're like I think I think where it came back into like this is something that we need to do again was when we realized that there's only so much that there's like we'd reached kind of point where we couldn't within our team go any like uh expand you know we couldn't we couldn't expand the business or uh what's the word we couldn't scale our business without getting more and more people to do the hands-on work within the office and with you know so we're like how do we scale our business without thing yeah without more well i mean look i mean just as just as just allow me Mm. to stroke my ego okay for the sake of history sure because i know if i don't right i'll three years from now i'll be like oh you should have just fucking said it (laughs) even though it's not a big deal yeah but i was going for a run the beginning of last year Mm. I was going for a run around Lake Herdsman, mm. hence the reason my arms waving around in the direction of Lake Herdsman <laughs> that no one can see. Um, and I was listening to a podcast about Richard Branson and about he was how he was like basically giving a big YOLO speech. He was like, you only live once and be nice to people and do whatever the hell you want. And if you've got an idea, make it happen. And, blah, blah, blah. and then I was like running along, sweating my box off for office time. And then I, and then I went into a state of flow when you don't know you're running, like you don't <clears> know you're you don't even know what you're doing. You're just sure. doing it, right? Sure. And then the podcast is playing, but I'm not even listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm just in my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I could have ran for 200 kilometers. It wouldn't have mattered. And uh, it might have. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, the app. I was like, bicep started kicking off. Yeah. You know, like it all started making sense. And I was like, and I was like, oh, we're actually a business with like financials and money and stuff now. I was like, doesn't sound like that much money anymore. It's it's conceivable. Mm. And then I was like, and then I think I was like, now's the perfect, I emailed you and Kyle and I was like, now's the perfect time. We should should definitely revisit this. Well, we, we had two options at that point. We were in the middle of COVID. We're like, middle of 2020. We're like, what, where do we go? Like, let's, let's create a business that's going to, you know, not be affected by this current thing if if it kills us for the next, you know, however long. So uncertain. And I was like hung up on us getting that cafe. Oh, yeah. And we yes. were, you were kind of like, yes. You were, we were kind of like, it's either cafe or the app. What, what, cafe uh, or the app. Main break. Main break. On the corner of Main don't, Street. Don't, don't, don't. What? It's going to happen one day, all right? Oh, it's okay. We can go in there and knock, and knock on their door and take it over one day. <laughs> it deserves to. Whatever. Keep your secrets. On Main Break on Main, Main Street. Main Street, corner of Main Street and um, Cape. Cape. Cool little corner corner lot. But yeah, and we're like going through the process of figuring out how much that would cost. That was f- a lot. Mm. 
well in excess of half a million dollars. Mm. Uh, and we didn't have half a million dollars and we don't like but to borrow let, money. Let, let alone the excess of it. <laughs> yeah. And we don't like to borrow money. So it was either... Oh, and then we kind of got that cafe idea down to like a budget of like we could do this for a hundred grand. Yeah, remember? Yeah, uh, and we're like, okay, cafe or this, cafe or this. What's gonna? What do we know? You know, it was at the decision that that pivotal point of going, yeah, we could throw a hundred grand at this makeshift cafe on this location and see how it goes, mm. and, and it's probably going to do all right. We don't know anything about that, mm. or we could put the same or a little bit extra into this thing that this idea that we've had for the last eight years we know what we're talking about we have the vision already you know mm. it ha- it is scalable unlike this miniature coffee shop idea that everyone's doing uh you know like let's let's make a choice and then we made the best choice yeah big time fucking i big time yeah so we made the choice to obviously take on the idea of more properly of creating, turning our labor hire business into an app. Mm. Um, and we kind of started sharing that with our business coach, Murray. And Murray then linked us with, just quickly feel free to slow me down, but yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Murray linked us with John Beach, mm-hmm. from, who's a mentor at, at Seri. Here we are. The Finally. Cent- the Centre of Entrepreneurial Research and Innovation. Centre of Entrepreneurial Research and Innovation. Innovation. In- <laughs> you got to shake your head with that. Quit my advice. Banana Beach. Banana Beach. Um, sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and then John Beach from Seri came and met with us in our boardroom and we told him our idea and he was like, wow, yeah, you guys should come to this Seri place where I do things and uh and then we end up doing a a um, mind, boot camp there called mindset boot camp. the entrepreneurial mindset boot camp which mm-hmm. was two days mm-hmm. which um which was awesome that was really cool um highly recommended for people that maybe if you're if you're an entrepreneur so people that are in a business but are like excited to be a part of someone's business and and take your ideas and grow within that business to dizzying heights or an entrepreneur. And if you've got like ideas, do this mindset bootcamp. It's really cool. It's like two days. It's quite, I remember being quite cost effective. Oh, it was so good. And it just really got you in the headspace of I can do anything because anyone can do anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were good at that. Um, and then after that, Boot camp, we got accepted into what was the next one? Concept to creation. Concept to creation, which was basically in the name, taking the idea, the concept into reality. And that was 13 weeks every Thursday. Yeah. 13 weeks um, every Thursday. And yeah, I think, well, you meet people that have been there and done that, and you get like guest speakers from, you know, um, Canopy, the lady for that created Canopy, which is like the online streaming service for. Um, she was the guest speaker for the Mindset Bootcamp, yeah. Yeah. Um, she created an online platform for, was it for libraries? Or it was like the Netflix. Col- like, no, it was like the Netflix of, of um, educational material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she created that for the States and I think I think that flowed through to like other countries as well. But started <clears> here and then went to the States. and then That's right. Started yeah. here, went to the States. Yeah. And just listening to these people that, 
are just they're just people that have ideas that you know just normal people that just get the right people you know on their team and and just have you know a clear vision and they you know and a plan and just take the risk mm. and just go and do it you know just try exactly just try just bloody try like the guy that you know created those earbuds what are they called new hero new hero um his story was great plus we had like all the you know we had ben pronk and um what's the female's name i can't remember uh they went through the resilience shield with us so they did leadership and resilience resilience. lecture yeah um uh i can't remember the names of everyone but we had like agh law at one point going through basically just company law and like and startup law which was really educational we had um, an accounting firm do something similar and teach you about cash flow we had james lush um who's become a bit of a mentor on the side to us. We mm-hmm. get along really well with him. He was talking about communicating, like how to communicate you and your idea and how to attach your idea to your identity. And So he worked with ABC, correct? 6PR. 6PR. But, but yeah, sorry, not but, as well as like being PR, like style marketing communications, yeah, basically yeah. just general communications. So he, <clears throat> he was teaching us basically – I know, I guess his main focus was like how to articulate yourself clearly and to present mm. and how to do interviews and, and how to be in the press. How to pitch. How to pitch. Yeah, so it was great. But the whole the whole Seri program, like it's fantastic to be able to once a week fo- like tunnel vision focus on the on the idea. Um, and then just come away with this like overwhelming motivation to, you know, take the next step, keep mm. going forward, keep going forward. Mm. And it was at Seri on the Mindset, Mindset Bootcamp boot camp that we met Gersma. Gersma. Mm, yes. Um, and Gersma is our um, software developer. Yeah. He works in our office with us, uh, has been for since, since October. August. August? August we employed him officially. Right. He's been doing 20 hours a week since. Um, but I guess that's our, like, that's our focus is, like, getting him, giving him his, giving him, making sure that we can always afford to pay him his 20 hours a week so that the app just keeps running because that's what it's about, really. Mm. You know, mm. if we want it to be, like, sit back and relax and be rich. <laughs> We could stop doing all that stuff and it would just be me, you and Esty doing nothing else, just working heaps hard and growing the business to like until it was like, yeah, it's a big bit. It's a big Perth company. Yeah. You know, but then like we haven't changed the world and we haven't helped, we haven't helped improve the world in any way at that point. So it's more about the improvement. But anyway, sorry, I'm digressing because we still haven't spoken about what the thing does. (laughs) So, well, it's, um, the app will, It's about collaborating people around the world and and giving people the freedom that mean that we have as business owners and the freedom to create your own schedule and be in charge of your own time. I think people are stuck in this headspace of 
not only working for someone, but working for someone else's, on someone else's time, on someone else's clock. And it doesn't work for everyone. And, you know, people go through their life and they build up so many different skills from working in so many different industries. And, or they don't, but, you know, why not utilize those skills whenever you can and make your time your time? Mm. Um, so basically, yeah, our, our app connects all the people that would like to create something or are in charge of creating something or managing creating something with all the people who have the skill set to do the creating. To execute it. Yeah. And it's it's a broader horizon version of our existing business. Mm. You know, and how that works, how, how it works literally is <clears> – <throat> By opening up the app as a, as a as a hirer, someone who's doing the hiring, um, you open up the app. You select where you're doing this project, whatever it is that you're creating. It could be anything from building a house or creating a, a, a steel sculpture out of steel, <laughs> <laughs> steel sculpture out of feathers, <laughs> um, um, or you know, a floating castle <laughs> um, or a uh, building a nightclub in the down, in downtown Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is that you're doing, um, basically you put the location and then you put in, you enter in the time when you, when you want the people to help you achieve this task, this project, and then you put in what skill sets you're after from those people. And that can be multiple skill sets or just one skill set or whatever. And then... Carrying through the process, you end up pushing a button that says, find me the peoples and uh, and all the people that are certified to do the job that you require are all, what's the right words? How am I trying to? Categorised. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like. I feel like whilst trying to explain this app, I've not been able to articulate clearly mm. with as much passion. Mm. No, not, not as much passion. I'm passionate about it. But I feel like I'm not able to articulate the true meaning behind it. It's, it's, we see a world where collaboration happens instantly. Yeah, no, I, no, no I, yeah, no, we do see a world where collaboration happens instantly. Yeah. I think what I'm doing is I'm getting too hung up on the process, the world. No, no, I'm no. getting too hung up on where, a, a world where collaboration happens instantly. Yeah. Where I forgot about the benefits to everyday. That is collaboration happens yeah, instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I suppose. Know, I suppose so. Someone calls in sick and you're stuck and, you know, you don't have people to contact. You know, you've only got the one guy that you hired and he's a close contact and he's he's out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What do you do? Where do you go? Where do you look for help? You know? Um, and it's it's <clears throat> unlike most labor hire agencies or recruitment agencies, we service the on demand labor we have done for the last ten years. People request stuff from us the night beforehand and we try and get ten people to there the next day because they're they're up shit creek. And it's it's those moments that we're looking to service. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not even so like night beforehand, but like 
and even businesses like, oh, we've got a lot of stock coming in. Let's get a couple of guys just for a couple of days. We get that. It's, it's, just serv- it's servicing the people, people that need help immediately, Yeah, you know, uh, from any, any walk of life. Um, obviously, we're going to approach this initially with some focus so that we can so we can manage it well and then introduce things as we become more fluent with it and everyone you know the 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 concept is there and we can we can tackle those things as we get more in tune and as it gets more developed but um being able to work with your friends being able to travel the, your country and find work on the road wherever you are being able to make a plan to go on a trip from Perth to Melbourne for five weeks and spend two weeks working and lock that work in before you leave and you don't know anyone in Melbourne that doesn't exist yeah yeah 100% and then, and and getting paid instantly oh that's the bigger that's the biggest getting thing getting paid instantly at the end of every shift you know yeah you're remunerated instantly or you I mean one of the good things about being your own boss as we've you know we select well we've obviously selected a payment plan or our our payment schedule based on how that works for our business but if you if I work for myself I can choose when I get paid and I don't have to get paid instantly I might pick every 3 days I might pick a certain date and any work I do up between now and then that's when I want the money mm-hmm. you know yeah it's 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 about it's about connecting people to achieve something and then instantaneously. Yeah. And it's about it's about changing the way that people consider time and work and money. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. And I think I think we've been doing it ourselves for the last five years. Mm. Um, but I think there's so many people out there that would utilize this service. I mean, we know we, I mean, we've got people here, like here at Tradie HQ. When's the app going to be ready? When can I invest? When's the app going to be ready? Yeah. Can I invest yet? Yeah. How far off is it? Can I use it yet? Yeah. <laughs> if one, you know, the gig economy is booming, it's growing. And if one thing's been, um, if one thing's been, exposed through this last two years it's that a lot of businesses don't need full-time employees and they only probably need someone two days a week what happens to that person on the other three on the other three days you know or what happens to that business when they fire that person and go oh i still need someone two days you know actually yeah i need that person back for tomorrow but you know you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too there needs to be something to facilitate those arrangements and yeah. facilitate people being able to manage that sort of workflow. Well, we're the, yeah, we're, well, we are the cake and eat it too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, like one thing that we, like everything that Bicep is being built towards comes from our values that our business holds. Yeah. And um, being able to work together is a massive thing for us. So, you know, creating an, creating a space for, for young guys or young young girls or young guys and girls that 
don't need full time jobs because they're studying or. Sorry, man. <laughs> Jesus. That's emotional. <laughs> um, <laughs> whoops. Um, you know, creating creating a a platform that people can work together when it suits them. You know, if we're studying at uni, instead of me trying to hold down a job and working when I'm told to work and then trying to balance a social life, study life, family life, trips and so on and then appease this business, I take my schedule into my own hands, you know. Yeah. I, I can I put my availability in and I put, oh, I put my, unavail, oh, my availability in or my unavailability and I accept stuff that gets thrown at me. Basically, yeah, you, you the the I don't get you, put you on now, you now get notifications every time a job that suits you comes up mm. and you can accept it or not. That's yeah. it. Easy as that. And even it'll tell you what you're going to get paid, it'll tell you what the pay rate is, how long the job's going to go for, yeah. everything and what's involved. And even if you're not a uni student, if you work up on the mines and you're on a two and two, you know, mm. when you're back, if you're a after the first week back, you're like, oh, good bloody earn some more cash. I'm a bit bored now. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Like being able to just, you know, jump on the app, have a look at what's going. Oh, that's, you know, look in your general area. Look what's close to home. Not having to run around 45, 55 minutes away. Fuel is so expensive at the moment. Like being able to work in your local area and pick up work immediately. Mm. Like um, I think travel is a big thing. Like if we can minimize if we can help minimize the time lost in business in small businesses from people trying to get you know being understaffed or um needing extra help and not having it if we can help small businesses boost their projects you know you put like someone might have two two apprentices right or two people that work for them there's a small local trade based business they could take on that bigger job, but they need about three or four guys for two for two or three weeks. But they don't want to go through that whole process of trying to find, not trying to hire people through a labour hire agency. Mm-hmm. You know, you just jump on the app, get a couple of guys. If you don't like them, swap them out, swap them out, swap them out. Oh, cool. I, I can take on more work now, you know. And if you like them, hire them. Great. It's building better businesses. You yeah. Know? You mean in regards to like... But what happens if people find the people and then they don't good. use your app anymore? Yeah, good. That's great. They and found someone. People have more jobs. Built their business. That's how our business already works. And if they want to go grow more, they're going to hire someone again. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not scared about people using it as a hiring process because that's the point. Exactly. That's exactly the point. The it's whole, about the app exists to make the world a better place. If, and if someone wants to work for that person. Then good. good. Finally, they found somewhere that they belong. Exactly. And yeah. if they don't, they get the opportunity to work in multiple different industries or multiple different areas, different people, different locations, and then get a feel. If they don't have experience in the workplace, they can get a feel for all that variety and then go, what do I like? What do I like doing? Oh, I hate that. I hate that type of person. I wouldn't work for that person ever again. I'm not going to work for that type of person ever again. Mm. Or that guy was great, but I didn't like what I was doing, you know? Mm. Um, well, that what I was doing was great, but that person wasn't. That team wasn't very good, you know. And yeah. you, you, people can have that, I guess, 
work-life variety discovery rather than trying to get a job, have to get stuck in that job because they need the money and then oh, mm. I'm fed up, have a bad experience, and they quit, and they find another job and then that process, like, that process is monotonous. Yeah. Yeah, we love variety. Variety is the spice of life. Hundred percent. Variety is the spice of life. It's like oh, hundred percent. It's like I'm, a chai latte. Honestly, it's like man, a chai latte I mean, when you didn't ask for look, one. Look, it's, a, <laughs> it's the same as like, you know, um, uh, like one day, one day I'm building all the do like just making. It's just making a better version of the business that we have that already exists. You know, I'm building like we're building swings and like these like um the lost dogs that are like disco inf- inflatable lost, disco dogs inflatable disco dogs that are like full of awe and character <laughs> and then like today I'm like doing deliveries for Galvin's plumbing. And then last week we were building the project live T V yeah, set. Yeah. And it's Kings like Park. I love I love my job like that. Yeah. I don't I wouldn't rather be all the time being a stocky and delivery at Galvin's and I wouldn't rather all the be always going around, travelling around, blowing up the lost dogs. Yeah. But I get to. Ch- I'm in control of choosing when, where, and how I work. Yeah. And all we're doing with the app is giving everyone on the planet ability the ability to, to choose when, where, and how they work. Yeah. And for for people who are using the service, they get to know. They get to have the comfort of that. There's literally an algorithm choosing the best person for their job at every any given moment. So if they're booking someone, on oh, I, I need a chippy TA for three days. Whoever rocks up was the best person available for the job. Yeah. And if Hands they cancel down. before the job happens, the app finds someone. To replace them. You don't have to do Instantly. anything. You don't have to do a fucking thing. You don't have to call these people. Hey, mate, can you come in tomorrow? Oh, I'm six. Oh, no, seven. Oh, I got, can I do I eight? got COVID. I was a close contact. <laughs> Shut up. Doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The app figures it all out. Yeah. So, yeah. Like we're doing a good thing. <coughs> I think... Um, Oh, no, the spicy cough. Um, I think as well something to mention, our values are freedom, liability, heart, energy, and adventure. And um, the heart aspect of our value conglomerate is is about charitable work and giving back and, and creating change, not just not just change in the way that people work or the way that people um, employ, but um, creating change in community and hopefully on a wider scale. Um, And one thing that we've brought into the app as an idea is the ability for people to book volunteers. So, you know, some people might have like, it might be an elderly couple that can't, do certain things at their property, you know, they, they're, they're, they're just too old to do it, right? And then they've only got one, so they've got a daughter, that's it, and they don't have much money. The daughter could jump on the app and go, hey, look, I need, you know, give the story. I need 10 guys for three hours to come and do this. And people can, yeah, obviously for free, just come and help out, you know, just go help out. Yeah, so it would person. be like, I need volunteers. Yeah. Quantity. Ten. Ten. Job description. 
Helping Nan and Pop do this Clear thing. a garage. Oh, clear a gar- general hands. Oh, volunteer general yeah, yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then, you know, just that, just giving back. Yeah, and know? then people can. Pay it forward. Yeah, and then people like you and I or whatever on a Sunday when we feel like giving back, we can just look at the volunteer jobs that are up on the app and be like, yeah, I'm going to go do that volunteer job. Yeah. And then we go there and then there's some other people that we don't and you know. you might meet some great people, you yeah. know. You might meet some. Chances are if you're helping for free, someone at their home, that environment is going to be fucking awesome. Mm. You know, the people that are there with you doing the same thing are probably going to be fucking awesome. Cold cans of Coke, muffins, <laughs> <laughs> free spaghetti lunch. <laughs> um, but when we had that, when that idea popped up, we are like, yes, that brings that heart back into. High fives and hugs, baby. High fives and hugs. That brings that heart back into this new business. Well, our business, but on this new platform. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's funny to be, it's funny to have this vision mm. of the app and what it can do. And after a year and a half of us actually working on it a lot, still feel the same way about it. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't matter about, it doesn't matter about other people that are trying to do the same thing. Or it doesn't matter about potentially other people wanting to try and do it, you know, because it's about the way that we do it. Yeah. Well, and also you and I aren't that selfish. What do you mean? As long as someone does it. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like someone has to do it. Do you know if they do it, if, if they, they do it before it, us, I'll use it. it. And they do it well, fucking oath. I'll yeah. use it 100%. Yeah. No problem. Like our yeah. businesses still exist. There's still going to be people like, yeah. Yeah. I love that the thing's going to happen for the planet. Yeah, and I, and we just happen to be the ones that, as far as we know, are doing the best job of it. Mm. You know, and also ours is going to be different from everyone else's. Mm. You know, I think ours is the like we're like minimal touch, like easy as ordering a ride share. Everyone employed instantly. No one's a contractor. Everyone's like, everyone's like on on the books. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so everyone's got like super and leave and all the things not leave but sorry my apologies <laughs> i fucked that up <laughs> but like rewind uh, it a hr department that they can you know yeah you know an employee assistance program built into it yeah you know? um yeah like the, the there's a team atmosphere you're not just a lone wolf mm. well, not, not thing, to mention one not, thing we're forgetting to mention is if you're if you're on the app and you've you know you've got a particular number of skills but there's a lot of work that you can't apply for because you don't have that skill set. The app will be able to um, point you in the right direction to a local training facility and, you know, hopefully offer like a discount or whatever it is um, for going through the app to then up, like upskill yourself, get that ticket and then be able to be eligible for those other that other work and you'll be able to see what you are and aren't eligible for whether it's on map view or list view or whatever it is um and you know you have yeah clear 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 delineation what are you trying to say yeah yeah between what you know what you are eligible for and what you're not and it hopefully that will give people the you know the drive to better themselves you know to learn something new put themselves out there yeah Um, because you'll be able to say like the increased, like, all the jobs will have the hourly rate that they're paying associated mm. with them. So you'll be able to say, like, oh, if I get this ticket, 
Don't then I'll be able to do that job, which pays me just that little bit more. And mm. La la la. Also, I think the teams thing is cool. I was about to. Say, that's what I was yeah. saying before you were saying that. Is that we've worked we've worked on a way <laughs> where like, for those of you that use Strava, no, <laughs> I always fall back on that. But like, being able to connect with your friends through the app. And it'll be like you'll be able to add all your friends friends through your like you know usual methods like your text like through your phone contacts or Instagram or whatever it is, and then you can form teams with those people. So yep, I like working with this person. This per- I like working with Aldo, Bigsy, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then you are your own little team, you know, and not exclusively, but like if there's a job come up and you all apply for it then it's more likely to put you all together because you've already told it you've already told the app that you guys work well as a team. Yeah. And you've been rated as a team. Yeah. So you're basically creating your own little small business within exactly. within the app. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you're all getting paid what the market deems value. Mm. So if the market's like, we really need riggers, then the price for riggers goes up and that gets directly passed on to the crew, like to the people that are using the app, you know? And so therefore you're not waiting, you're not like, oh, I'm going to get a little bit more over here if I go over there. Like you're not doing the whole FIFO thing where you're like, well, I get $37 an hour hour over there. Oh, but I get $40 an hour over here. So I'm just going to quit, change, sign up, do the whole thing. (laughs) Like it's just like, Whatever the market's paying and whatever is needed is what you'll get. Mm. So you always know that you're getting the best wicket. Yeah. Teams. It's fucking sicko. Teams are good. Yeah. Being able to be like, you know, there's a gig next week. Let's all jump on it. Well, there's a gig next Sunday. Let's all work on Saturday together and we'll get cash money for it. Oh, as in there's something to do. We're going to do good. Yeah, yeah. Let's all work on Saturday together. I'll do it if you do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had, I wish I, like, going back to my early 20s, I wish that this was a thing then. Oh, yeah, man. It's scary what life could, it's it's scary in a good way what this app will bring to the world, right? Because all of a sudden, people who do manual work, as I said, anything from addresses to tradies or whatever, or yeah. just general labourers, you know. Machine operators, whatever. You can do literally, you can go anywhere around the world. Like there's no, there's nothing to be scared of about taking your children and your wife travelling or, or partner or whatever. It's, there's nothing to be scared of taking them and going somewhere. What if we don't have money to, for the mortgage? <laughs> it doesn't, well, you go, like you've already put in that you're going to LA for two weeks. Or, or for a month or for two months or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you've already, like, I know you've explained this already, mm. but, like, how freeing is that? Oh, when I go over there, I'm going to be earning, I'm going to be earning, I'm going to be earning $35 US an hour anyway. So I'll go over there and I'll, every second week I'll work and I'll work as a, like, TAing for some bloke, some chippy in America for a bit, like, whatever. <laughs> and I'm getting money and it's coming to me straight at the end of the day and I can pay my mortgage off, no worries. Yeah. Back, back in Perth. Yeah. Like, breaking boundaries. Yeah, like it just opens up like, oh, um, like I mean, the classic ones like taking my kids to school. You know what I mean? Oh, big time. Like, oh, yeah, I take my kids to school. Why? Because I use the bicep app. So I work when I want to work, mm. you know, and because the construction industry is booming, I've always got work. It doesn't matter whether it's in the middle of the night or whatever. And 
And on Thursdays I don't work because I like to take my kids to swimming yeah. lessons. And Even got- setting times like I want to work after nine and finish before three. Yeah. If that's your thing. Yeah. I want to work from 4 a.m. until midday. That's my thing. That's what I set at. Any jobs that come through that, that time frame or waver a little bit, you know, mm. they'll pop up for you. You know, you can set you can set the parameters for the app based on what you want your life to be. Yeah. And by and when the app grows to the size where, like, obviously people have to, as it's early in early stages, while it's warming up, people mm. don't have to, like, people will we'll have to work out a way of, like, the period where we, like, break into it. But once the whole world's onto it, there won't be nine to five anymore. It'll just be whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Do whatever you want, yeah, wherever yeah. you want, for yeah. whoever you want, yeah. with whoever you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking oath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just get all razzed up about it again. It's weird because you and I are out on site, you know. Gersimer's here literally coding the whole time. I was sitting next to him the other day. He's like coding, he's coding, and then he changes one thing and he's like, do you like this one or this one? I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe you can do that. That's sick. <laughs> it's like a tangible thing. Yeah. This dream of ours is becoming reality. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's it's easy to forget that that's what we're doing. Yeah, I know. Do you know? Yeah. Well, I had a client from over east today based in Byron talking about the end of this year mm. and mentioned, hey, look, if um if your app's up and running by then, we'll try it out. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, fuck me. Yeah, you know, the app's running by the end of the year, like let's let's give it a go for what we do, which is huge. That is huge. Um, Better get coding. <laughs> We're talking. I tell you we're what, we're talking like, major festivals. I tell you what, um, the the moment it's funny working on something and having that visual representation of it in your head. Don't, <laughs> Dylan. Finally, did a fart on the podcast. You're disgusting. I'm You're electric. disgusting. Thank you. Thank you. That is disgusting. <laughs> What is that off? A Carl Baron. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phoebe. Come to mummy. <laughs> uh, having this concept and this idea in your head and only being able to, like, imagine it and, you know, feel it, in, you know, with your thoughts. Mm. But then... Working with Freeform Foundry and having that the brand identity, yeah, man, and just seeing potential, like seeing what it could potentially Same. look like, and all the different pages and all the different like functions and how things would flow, and that digital representation of what it would hopefully potentially look like. Man, I just started crying. Yeah, no, I know that was like. Actually, they were going to change the bicepapp.io website if anyone wants to go to it. Bicepapp.io. Bi- bicepapp.io um, is, the, is the app website, but they were going to change that to match the new branding. Branding. You're checking if it is. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, but seeing that, man, like you, I think you, we got an email and you sent it to me uh, while I was driving. Is it changed? No, it's not changed. Um, you sent it to me 
I think after we'd left Seri one night or something, and I was just like, welling up, bruh. I know, yeah, I cried, genuine. Just cry. saying, it's like, I mean, I'm I'm sure when you have a child, it's something much more than that. But if I was like, fuck, that's yeah, like everyone has kids. Not everyone makes an app. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but having this thing that you like, we've been trying to get towards or thinking about for seven years. Started, I know, really working well, on yeah. it like a year and a half ago, and now, and now we've got something like even the walkthrough version of it. I know it's like so walking good. Th- I'm like, fuck, this is a thing. It's neat and sexy, and it works, and it's minimal clicks, and it's functional, and it just looks like, and it looks like us. Like you know how cyclists and bicep are very like uh, our brands are very like, you know, Transformers <laughs> slash Skrillex Stras Strassman. <laughs> no, um, I was gonna say Nero. Very Nero. Too. Yeah, yeah. And you go, and don't get me wrong, it's like a neat version of that, but like it's still us. Yeah, you know, it's still very us. Yeah, it's very clear. Yeah, and getting to the point where like we're sitting there talking about like the the dialogue, like how our app would speak. Yeah, yeah. How, like how yeah. our app would speak to our customers and yeah. our clients and so on, and going through that whole process, I was like. This is fucking incredible that this is happening. Like we are actually doing this. Mm. This is a thing. This is going to be a tangible product that we can use within our own business very soon. Have we got the Figma files? Yeah. I've Well, obviously we do, so I don't even know why I asked that. I have not taken the time to sit back on my computer, open it up in Figma and just actually play with it. Like actually like because it functions in Figma. Yeah. 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 I haven't had my parent like last time the clunky version. Yeah, you know the original version that Gersma designed on Figma. I showed my parents, and I was so super proud. I was elated, and it was like just like a boxy version. And now we've got this like schmick version. I haven't even thought about it twice, as, yeah. as, like because Gersma is coding it. So I'm like, yeah, well, next step is reality. But I haven't taken the moment the new to ones, savor it. The new ones, see, and so I went through the higher higher version with Gersma the other maybe three four weeks ago, mm. and we went through. And just being, and I, that's when I, he was my, um, he was my collision yes. on that podcast. Yes. Because <clears throat> we were able to just, you know, focus on the horror side. We went through the the latest digital version of the horror side and we just went, okay, what is our MVP? Mm. What is our minimum viable product for those playing at home? What is our minimum viable product for us to be able to service a client? Mm-hmm. And send someone there. Like what? Like what? Yeah. Processes do we need? What functions do we need? And then we can, you know, as soon as we get that baseline and it's working, then we can build up from that. Mm. Um, and that was really fucking exciting. Yeah. 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 So we've got this because like- we went. Th- we sorry. We went through that. You know, a few days where we had like walls and whiteboards and like all our ideas just like spat out on different colored post-it notes and we'll just stick in post-it notes everywhere and kind of connect the dots like a like an FBI crime scene. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> and then just kind of like word vomit everything of all our ideas and then get it down into like this like um what would you call like a keychain um timeline sort of thing. Like a process of how the app like the pages of the app and what would needs to be where and so on. And doing that whole process and then going, okay. Now we've got these photos with heaps of post-it notes. Now what do we do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And now we're at a point where we're 
actually we have a finished version. Like as in, now we're at a point where we have a a beautiful non, version, a beautiful non-workable actual final version mm. that functions perfectly. That's mm. not real, yeah, because it's in Figma, which yeah. is a program that's used to like design, design. Um, and we're working back from that to yeah. create something real. Yeah. But we've got like, we've gone from post-it notes on a white, we've gone from an idea yeah. to post-it notes on a whiteboard all the way through to this like, oh man, wow. We've like, fuck. <laughs> since, like, and we've done all this since August. In, in yeah, in under a year. Yeah. Well, I mean. And, le- and, yeah, and to be honest, what we were told was going to cost us in excess of one hundred fifty thousand dollars, has not. No, you're right, and that and that's thanks to us finding Gersima. In all honesty, yeah, yeah, uh, and you know, I think having the right people involved in your team, and people that share the same values and vision of your idea, mm. is such an integral part of actually creating something. Mm. Because if everyone's not on the same level and everyone's not seeing the same thing and everyone's not feeling the same way, then things that happen quickly and things that happen just like intuitively mm. don't happen. Mm. You know, there's just walls and blockages that come up all across the whole process mm. that just slow the whole process down and, you know, to a point where you're probably not going to end up where you wanted to end up. Yeah. Or with a product that you wanted to end up with. Yeah. Yeah. We've been really, we've been very, um, Lucky might not be the right word. I like to think we've got a little bit more control over it than that. I but feel I feel like we've been opportunistic. Is that yeah. the word? Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, we have been. I feel but like we've I think gone. It's really okay, good. this is like we've given things a chance, and we've taken. Well, yeah, we've given people we've, and we've, things a chance. We've tried, and we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. We've tried, <laughs> and for having Gersima. As you said in uh, in, a, in an earlier podcast, he can articulate it better than any of us can. So how good the person that came last to the party, the person who actually is designing the app but came building the app but came last to the party, can actually passionately put it into words better than any of us. <laughs> and when you ask him, do you believe in this? He's like, yeah, this is going to change the world. You're like, <laughs> fuck yes, you get it. I can't wait for the moment where we're trying to figure out how to, like the employment law between countries like we're at a point obviously oh, yeah, we're not yeah. going to have to figure that out well yeah someone that knows what they're doing will be a part of our team that you know yeah sure sure oh sure. this is how we do this blah 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 yeah. blah blah just a couple of jiggages you know <laughs> but you know just well i'm i'm put i'm putting this initial process like as if it's going to roll through really quick, but like, you know, us getting a product out to our existing clients and then transferring our crew over from like this, the current procedure that we, the current operation, you know, scheduling thing that we use and like our, our management, how we manage our team and our, and our clients and so on, that whole system is going to change. Mm. when we implement our own app yes you know and then once we trial and run our own app through our own clients and our own crew forever long and then just run that until we're like this is a thing then we take it to you know we launch in wa then we launch australia wide and then you know that this 
I don't know how long that process is going to take, but if the last eight months is anything to go by, it's not going to be 10 years like I thought it was a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> nah, it's going to be. Yeah. I'll, I'd. It was something said today, I can't remember where I heard it, but it was like, you think you're not going very far. Like you think you're not moving fast. Mm. You think that everything's happening slowly. And then you look at, and then you look back at where you are now compared to five years ago. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> There's, we've done a lot. Yeah. Like, like, the day-to-day feels slow. It doesn't feel slow. It goes fast. But like, how do I, well, if, if, if I'm saying that, then what am I trying to articulate? It feels like things aren't happening fast enough. Because you're in it. Because you're in it. Yeah. You're Even though days go pa- fast, past fast, <laughs> quick. <laughs> <laughs> you're in something that's like a, a whirlwind and then, all of a sudden, and then you have to, and then you take a step back, and you're like, uh, "What? Well, yeah?" And you're like, "Nothing's happening, really." You know, I haven't sat down and spoken about the app for thirty seconds. You know, like, yeah. And then you look at the last five years, and you're like, <clears throat> "Holy Moses in a cradle!" Like, <clears throat> the the app thing has just been back on the mind in the last year. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's where the true passion lies. Yeah. But one of our true passions. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I guess I'm not doing a good job of like, if anyone wants like a really, really cool bit of information out of what I'm trying to say, I don't really have one. I'm just really, really excited that you can achieve a lot in five years and barely ever give yourself credit enough until you stand back and you're like, well, actually, we fucking nailed it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Fuck, man. And by nailed it, I mean, we've tried a lot. We've done heaps of new shit. Mm. And it's made us really happy. Mm. That's Mate, what I mean. You're about five years. We had, we had maybe six crew, six crew, seven crew. Five years ago. And six or seven crew. Yeah, five years ago. Um, 2017. Sweet, have Well, we only really kicked Just off. Just started our, working with Zachariah, I guess. We only really kicked off our. Business really, at the end of 2016. Oh yeah, was that the year that we, we started doing started, all the stadium shows and started Gillies and yeah, yeah right. I mean, he had like three of us and a couple of others. We couldn't really we we didn't have more than eight guys, you know, mm-hmm. in our team. Yeah, I've um, sorry, I need to say this out loud while it's in my brain skin. Say it. Uh. This is not a tidbit for anyone listening, but for, for us, we, you know how we've got like Jordan doing sales yeah, and my mum, really, she's killing it too. Yep. Um, SD doing operations, chief happiness officer doing kind of HR, I would suggest. Culture and yeah, happiness. So, so basically like, um, yeah, yeah, culture and happiness. He is looking after our crew. Like Jordan is looking after our clients. clients. Yeah. Um, we need another one whose literal whole job 
mm. is to hire people. Mm. That's all they do. Just mm. like Jordan's is get more clients and look after clients and same with my mum. We need someone whose job is like, all right, my whole strategy, I don't know what the strategy is, but my whole my whole mission is hire relevant people that, that suit. Because Jordan and Estia interviewing, or Jordan is interviewing people and yeah. he's a good person. He's good at vetting people for cultural fit. Sure. But he's not actively going out and be like, all right, where can I find these people? Yeah. yeah, yeah Whereas yeah. we need someone doing that. Yeah. Especially, especially during this time when COVID's just like wiping people out. Mm. You know, I think that our. If only we had an app that could. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about it. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if there's anyone listening that's already a cyclist slash bicep crew member, who would like to take on an exciting new role of hiring people for a living, hit me up at... Not even for a living, just as another added part of your already, your, you know, your already involvement within our... Your already involvement. Your... (laughs) Yeah, no, I think we need to get onto that. I think that's a really important thing to get onto. Mm. 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 How are you feeling about the time frame from Arj? I'm I am uh, ravenous. You're hungry. I'm hungry. Oh, would you like to leave it here and go and grab a bite to eat? A bite to eat. I've never mm. eaten a bite. <laughs> That's weird. Um. Yeah, the app. It's like this. It's like this beautiful visual enigma mm. that I. I feel like it's working in the background, but as you said before, being out on site as, as lovely it is, is as lovely as it is to be out there focused on a job, doing your thing. As lovely as Lizzie is, as lovely as Lizzie is, <laughs> she's not showing up to work today. <laughs> we don't have a Lizzie that works for us, but um, as lovely as it is to be out there in the field, in the field, um, you know working on a project or working under instructional guidance or whatever else, you know, mm. and at the end of the day you're like, oh, wow, like I had a thing to do and I, I did it and now I can do other things mm. and I don't have to, you know, all those other things that we're doing don't really make their way much into the day because you're focused and you're working. Mm. That's been happening a lot. But mm. when it doesn't happen and then I start thinking about the app, it's really comforting to know that we've got a good team that's all working towards the same goal, Yeah, you know, and mm. I'm not scared about the fact that I haven't been thinking about it. Mm. I'm not scared about the fact no, that yeah. I'm not overlooking everything. I'm not, you know, I'm not across what's happening today mm. in that thing, yeah. you know. Like I feel like we've set things up and we've got a good team behind us that we can yeah, I, we can let our minds go and then come back to it and go. How where, where are we at? I think yeah. we're. At, I think we're. Excuse me. Over. Over. I think we're surprising. I think we've accidentally reached a point which we haven't really had the chance to appreciate, which is where we're we, just saying <laughs> where would where, where, where we would want to be without even we got we're in this position by force, but we 
but at some point we would have chosen to be here, which is we've got people who work in the office running the company mm. and now we just get to go out on site and hang out with everyone and build stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we literally finally got to a point of business where it's like, imagine if we just had a team of people in the office that looked after everything <laughs> and then we just got to go out and have fun with our crew. That's where we're at. Yeah. We just need that that hiring. Yeah. Yeah. If only people could hear what I'm doing with my fingers. Sounds a bit like that. <laughs> Looks a bit like that sounds. Fingers are fishes. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon once that's done, I'll be, I, I must admit, for the first time in two weeks, yep. <laughs> so not ages, um, I, I had a little bit of, I'm like, oh, this is comfortable, yeah. And then a little part of me went, you don't have enough people. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had this like, like hair stand up on the back of my neck. It yeah. was like, you're turning down work and you've got like four people working today. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's, that, what do you mean? We like, we're used to doing a thousand hours a week. Between us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're doing like 200. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry to. I didn't Things are going to change, man. Things don't go changing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Marsha Hines. And to end that on a Marsha Hines, on a Marsha High Five. That was high a Marsha five? High Five. Do you want a High Five now? Let's do it now. High Five, bro. Bicep app. That was fun. The episode. We'll talk more about the app now that we've sprung. The, I guess t- talking. A, I don't want to talk too much about the app in previous podcasts because we hadn't explained it. Now we've explained it, it'll work its way in more naturally. I feel. Mm. Um, also, if anyone is listening to this random active app appness, now if anyone is listening to our podcast, please feel free to write to us and be like, "Can you talk more about?" This part of what you guys are up to, or or t- or this thing that I'm going through that you might have already been through, or whatever. Not that me and Aldo are running out of things to talk about by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but if it was more helpful to you guys, then that would be cool too. Especially now that we're going Spotify side. Oh, hello, the Green Dash Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me know what you think of my uh, little little wee story that you missed. Copy that. It's not a story. It's a real thing. I'll it's message. a real thing, Dylan. I'll message the high fives and hugs Instagram page. <laughs> Let them know what I think of it. <laughs> it's scary. I don't, I don't think she's human. Okay. She All might right. be you, from another planet. You're adding too many bits to the pieces of the puzzle. Just let me listen to it, okay? Okay. Make okay. up your own mind. All right. All right. High fives and hugs. Episode eight. Fin- See you next week on <laughs> high fives and hugs. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend, everyone. Catch us later.